ho, 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 I'm ha, ha, hungry. We're talking 80s Christmas commercials. Hit it. It was the 1980s. MTV VJs ruled the airwaves. Teddy Ruxpin was the hottest Christmas toy, and the holiday commercials tugged at our heartstrings and drove us to the stores. I'm your host, Jerry D., with another episode of Totally Rad Christmas, the podcast that talks all things Christmas in the 80s. Toys, movies, specials, music, and fads. If it was gnarly during Christmas in the 80s, we got it covered. And joining me is a Totally Rad Christmas all-star. You'll know him as a host of the Halloween podcast and co-host of the It's a 90s Christmas podcast. It's Lyle Perez. Lyle, how's it going? Doing good, Jerry. How are you? You know, I'm, I'm great. Talking about Christmas commercials in the middle of the Christmas season. Uh, I can't get better than that. <laughs> you can't. Trust me. This uh, Doing the research for this one was something that I loved doing. It wasn't even research at all. It was just me watching commercials and remembering good memories. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So many of these that we're going to be talking about today, they just they hit me right in the feels and they brought me back to when I was a kid and watching, you know, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer or or some other special. And then these would be right in the middle of them. Yeah. Wh- wh- where did you watch these? Because for me, I, I remember watching a lot of a lot of TV at grandma's house. Uh, so we watched. a Yeah, we did watch TV at grandma's house. But usually whenever we were there, it was um, like for a, a holiday or something. And so all the cousins would be there. So we also played a lot. Um, mm. So I'd say I, I watched most of these at home, actually. Okay. Um, probably like I, the Scrooge one, especially that we'll talk about with the Cheerios. That one I remember from Saturday morning cartoons. But okay. a lot of these others, um, I recall, especially during holiday uh, specials that aired Perfect. usually weekdays. So I probably I'd be at home watching most of these. Perfect. Yeah, I remember most of the time. My mom and dad were always working. So, of course, Latchkey Kid right here. Mm-hmm. So all I did was sit there and watch TV. And and uh, I remember watching sitcoms. That's what I always loved. Watching <laughs> nice. all this Family Matters, Full House, you name it. I was watching it. And I kid a lot with my wife because she... She doesn't understand how I was raised. And I told her I'm, I was raised with Danny Tanner. He was my dad. <laughs> Alan nice. Matthews from Boy Meets World. That was my dad. Uh, Eddie, um, Carl Winslow. They were all yeah. my dads. So so I grew up just like that. And, and she can see it that a lot of my mannerisms and how I talk and how I joke around is all of those, those uh, TV dads combined. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I and I know what you mean. Um, there was a time I think I was around junior high, maybe early high school, where um, we. <laughs> well, without getting into it, let me just say that um, my dad needed to get a second job for a bit. So I mean, I know he was only getting like maybe three or four hours of sleep a night, and it was just seasonal, uh, really. But I remember barely seeing him because he was always at work so i'd see him early in the morning and then i wouldn't see him again usually till late late at night or occasionally if it was a later shift he'd show up like right after school and then you know we wouldn't see him again till later 
Yeah. So um, I, I understand watching you know these tv dads and kind of taking what lessons you could from them as well <laughs> yes because that, that's who raised me like it, yeah. i'm not ashamed of it because that's it turned me into who i am now so it's 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 weird right on i dig it man i dig it <laughs> um, so all these commercials i mean it's hard to say like what's you what do you remember what's your experience because really there's so many different ones that aired at different times that it's hard to kind of just pinpoint it um yeah but I, I do kind of want to say, you know, speaking of commercials, I know you, you brought up the first commercial, uh, the very first one yes. that, that ever aired. And um, you kind of wanted to talk about that. I think it was Boulevard. Is that correct? Yes. Boulevard time. <laughs> that's, that's all it said. <laughs> that's what, all what the first commercial was, was just, I think all it said was uh, uh, America runs on Boulevard time. That's it. Yeah. That hey. first commercial. Short and sweet, you know, that's all you need. Yes. It was only nine seconds long. Nine <laughs> seconds long. And I think they aired it in uh, during a, a game, uh, the Dodgers versus, versus the Phillies. Okay. Uh, aired it in 1941, July wow. 1st. And yeah, that was, that was basically the entire ad was just a screen of the United States map and mm-hmm. a well, clock in front of it. And all it said was America runs on Boulevard time. And then that was it. <laughs> it, it. It cost them between four to $9 to make. Wow. And yeah. In 41. It, yeah. In ni- 1941 was the, the very first commercial. So without, without that, I, I don't know if we would have had commercials. Right. Somebody had to have come up with like, Hey, during I Love Lucy, let's go ahead and oh, this is way before I Love Lucy. Um, yeah, it's, somebody said let's put an advertisement right in the middle of prime programming and see what happens. Sure enough, here we are, sixty some odd years later, eighty years later, and two schmoes are talking about <laughs> whoever <laughs> did it was, was a genius though because i mean think about how many like iconic moments and how much business has been done just from commercials i mean mm-hmm. that's uh literally this guy if, if he's not in any sort of hall of fame or whatever he needs to be because that like i would yeah. say he kind of changed the face of advertising because yeah oh, you I'm see ads sure. in 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 magazines you see them in you know books and you know, papers and stuff like that. But I mean, this, this is different to see it live action. And now they spend millions and millions of dollars creating these ads, especially you think of like the Super Bowl, yeah. and how, how many millions it is for like just a little small 30 second spot. So yeah, I, it kind of makes me wonder what they actually use all that money for. Cause yeah, they, they, they spend all of that money, but oh, I guess it's, it's prime time. And, mm-hmm. but how many people even really watch this stuff anymore? I don't, I, I don't remember. Like, yeah, I, I haven't watched the Super Bowl in years, so I don't, I, I gotcha. Yeah. And that's really the only, the only time I really watch football is on the Super Bowl. Like I'll watch some of the playoffs, but, uh, or if I'm at my, my in-laws house, most of the time I'm busy doing something else. Usually I'm, I'm at work, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and I just, you know, it is what it is, you know, you, you miss it cause you have to. I'm also not a huge football fan, so there's that. But uh, on the Super Bowl, <laughs> uh, I will watch the Super Bowl. And most of the time, if the game's pretty boring, we'll just fast forward and watch the commercials. So. <laughs> yeah. Fast forward. That's something we couldn't do back in the 80s. No. <laughs> not Definitely on, yeah. couldn't do that. Could yeah, not. it's it's so funny now. You know, um, I would use my my commercial breaks often to to you know run to the restroom or get snacks mm-hmm. or or you know go to the other room to grab a toy or something yeah so so you know you'd have to time it perfectly and it was usually you know like a 
like an art almost, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and running over there, running hurry, back. Jerry, it's coming back on. Come that's, on. That's right. Hurry, hurry. It's on. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I have to hit play on my, on my VCR. Hold on. Right, <laughs> yeah. You got to hit play and record at the same time. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, so it's, it's funny that uh, nowadays we can just press a button and skip it or, or stream it. And there's not even any, you know, or, you know, pay a little extra and then just completely skip the ads altogether. Yeah, um, I, I don't do that. I actually pay less just to have the the ads on there. Of course, my wife doesn't like it, but I'm like, I love watching the ads. So it's nice. I have to do it. That's cool. Um, I'm mixed. Like, I, it depends on what I'm watching, because there are some things where <laughs> I really like I, I just get to the show. I want to get on with it, you know, yeah. and then there are other things where it's like, it's okay if there's commercials here i don't mind (laughs) now that we're older we can't really waste time that's that's one of the luxuries we don't have as a kid all the time we want watching commercials very very true can't do it just can't oh man um so before we get into the meat and potatoes of it you know the good stuff while while we're here uh i did want to bring up a couple of um a couple of other commercials two of the very longest running ones Nice. Uh, and that you had mentioned before, and I thought that's a fantastic idea. Let's do it. <laughs> so you mentioned the two longest running commercials. So these guys have been on the air for for quite some time. Yes, since the seventies. Since the seventies, and one of them I don't remember at all. The discount tire one. You don't remember that one. I don't remember it at all. Uh, and I I think it's because it was about tires. I kind of just zoned out, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> an old lady that heaves a tire through a window That's, and you don't remember it i you think i would that sounds like something right up my alley but uh <laughs> no I, I mean i watched it a few times and yeah she's like rolling the tire down yeah. you know in the parking lot and then she just takes it and chucks yeah. it in through their window if forever you're not satisfied by one of our tires please feel free to bring it back <laughs> something Just tells me company. they didn't want you to actually throw it through their windows but <laughs> i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure they didn't but they wanted to get their point across yeah um, there's a uh, on youtube you can mm-hmm. see the commercial of course and right. the discount tire company has their their own youtube channel nice. and and it, there's like a button, I guess it says like, you know, learn more about this. I clicked on it and all it does is tell you exactly <laughs> what it said in the uh, in the YouTube description. It was the same exact thing on their website. And I was like, that didn't give me any more information at all. <laughs> you know, learn learn more in quotations. <laughs> yes. And I was like, cool. I, I can learn more on their history page. I click on it and it just tells me the same exact stuff. as You know, it. Speaking of that, while I was researching, because this was like, I think some of the hardest research I've ever done ever for for anything. It's tough. And it's trying to find some of these things. Um, You know, I'd go to the website and it says history or about and you'd click on Mm -hmm. that. And same thing. It's like a very, very broad outline that doesn't really tell you anything. Right. And so uh, I go to other sites and try to get a more detailed bit and a lot of them were just kind of copy and paste straight from the, you know, the original website. So it's like, well, I guess, uh, I guess I'll know, uh, you know, I'll say what I know and that's about it. But if nothing else, we'll, we'll talk about how it made us feel for sure. <laughs> of course. I, I know the feeling. Um, before I started doing the Halloween podcast and I started doing uh, it's a 90s Christmas podcast, I had another podcast, my very first podcast called Amazing Advertising, where I would talk about old advertising characters Nice. Um, like from everything, I think I, I did an episode on uh, the Empire Man, which is a commercial we're doing now. Yeah. Uh, Snap, Crackle, and Pop. 
uh, who else did I do? Fred the Baker from uh, oh, Dunkin' wow. Donuts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I would dive deep into those things, like figure out who the actors were, talk about their careers, mm-hmm. uh, talk about how the advertising company that came up with the with the idea. Um, I went in, in depth, so that history page doesn't really give you a lot of information. No, it really doesn't at all. But one thing that does is whenever there's any legal trouble involved, you can definitely <laughs> find the legal documents That's... <laughs> online. That's on public record. You can find them, and there's information there that, that you can use for those things. So, that's always good. <laughs> so, so watch out, kids, because if you ever mess up, it's going to be public knowledge. <laughs> it, it will be. Trust me. Trust. Don't look my name up, people. Uh oh, <laughs> but the other commercial, the the other long one of the longest running commercials was the Tootsie Pop commercial. Now oh, this wait, one, Be- oh, go we- ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, uh, uh, the Discount Tire Company. That one was filmed in '75, mm-hmm. and it started airing in '76, and it's been the same exact commercial since then. Oh wow! Uh, Guinness, uh, the Guinness Book of World Records has it as the longest continuously running commercial. Um, uh that that has run continuously all the way since now i think it actually is still running somewhere i think mostly in um in like local markets not really national oh okay around okay that's cool yeah i mean it, local kind of makes sense i mean although discount tires been pretty much around everywhere but i mean same for some reason yeah i just i don't recall that the old lady throwing it through the window <laughs> But I remember, uh, mostly, I remember it mostly during, I think it was like um, Price is Right. I think it was like during like the Price is Right is when they would show that as a kid. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, now I, now I feel like watching Price is Right with Bob Barker. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. I was, I, man, don't even get me started on that. I, <laughs> I got, sorry, I got didn't mean to poke on, the bear there. <laughs> What uh buzzer there that, that buzzer network show on Roku? Like oh I yeah, would sit there and watch those shows. And my daughter, she loves classic concentration. We'll sit there and we'll watch it, and we're sitting there like trying to figure out the puzzles, and and nice. we're um we're yelling at the contestants, telling them to pick this, <laughs> like that. Yeah, it, it, it's t- yeah, game shows. I love them. Yeah, and uh, it, it's funny. It's, uh, I actually had so in sixth grade. Um, they had like a contest or something and and you would do, I don't even remember what it was, but eventually you'd get points for whatever it was that you would do. And so I had enough points that I could get a Nintendo game. And of course, because it was at school, it's not like it was, you know, they were great games, but one of them was classic concentration. So I got that game on Nintendo (laughs) and man, I was, uh, I love that game. That was a fun (laughs) game. It's it's like surprisingly fun uh, on Nintendo. You wouldn't think... (laughs) You yeah. wouldn't think it would be so fun on Nintendo, but it really was. <laughs> I'm sure it was. <laughs> but anyway. Well, the rest of us are playing Contra. You're over there playing classic Contra. <laughs> well, by that time, I mean, it was 91. So Contra was already, uh, you know, oh, yeah. uh, not not so much. But, oh, man, don't, don't get me wrong. I loved Contra. But, oh, I mean, yeah. it's not like they had great games. They had to be educational-ish. <laughs> so <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> it was at a school. Um, but yeah. the the second longest running commercial, or, or one of the others, I should say, was the uh, the Tootsie Pop commercial. Mm-hmm. Now, this one, I remember watching all the time. This one was like every cartoon, you know, Saturday morning almost seemed like like it had that one, you know, mm-hmm. Mr. Owl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you seen the the 
the first commercial, the the, the really long one. So no, I haven't seen the long. full thing. No, the full thing. Okay, well, first he goes up to a cow and he's all like, "Mr. Cow, what? How many licks does it take?" And the cow's like, "I don't know. I always bite." And then go ask the fox, and then the fox is like some sleazy looking fox, and the fox <laughs> is all like, "I don't know. I always bite it." Why don't you go ask the turtle? And the turtle's all like, "I don't know. Go ask the owl. He's the smartest. I always bite." And even though I always thought this was funny that the turtle doesn't have any teeth. <laughs> it's just like how how are you biting? Okay, and, it's a snapping um, turtle. <laughs> I guess I don't know, but he's all old. I love the way I love the way the turtle sounds. It, yeah. it just sounds great. Uh, and then the owl, of course, uh, the owl just says, "Okay," bites it and gives it back. <laughs> <laughs> One, Three. two. Three. <laughs> it's classic. Yeah. It's it's so good. It's one that I just remember always being on. And yeah. like to this day. So my wife actually um she has a t-shirt with the uh <laughs> you know the how many likes and it's got the little boy and the owl. I mean nice. it's, uh... <laughs> so do I. I have a, I have the I probably have this yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's awesome. My, yeah, my, That's so my good. wife got it for me. Okay, right. I right, actually right. I got it for my wife. So nice. <laughs> great minds you know Um, very cool but uh do you know how many licks it really takes to get to the tootsie roll center with tootsie pop uh well according to the owl it's three but uh (laughs) i don't know what no i haven't googled the world does know and it is on average 364 licks okay to get to the center so if if you lick it once a day uh (laughs) (laughs) then in a year you'll be able to to get to the center Assuming yes. it hasn't uh, rotted hasn't away. Mold, yeah. Mold yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. But yeah, uh, one thing that I, I saw that commercial probably like a couple minutes ago before we started. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, ha- I haven't watched it the entire thing. Right. So when I, when I clicked on it and I was watching it and when he gets to the owl, I saw the owl like, like, I don't know why this made me laugh, but the owl was like sitting there, his eyes were closed and then he slowly opens up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, probably because it's almost nine thirty and I'm tired, and I was just watching that. The eyes opening slowly just made me laugh so bad. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> just watch it. When, next time you watch that commercial, just watch the owl. No, I'm gonna watch when, his when eyes. Yeah, in, and then the the little boy's talking, and the owl slowly <laughs> opens its eyes. It sounds like sounds like me in the morning when it's like 5 a.m. and my, my kid yeah. gets out of bed. Don't get me started on kids waking you up in the middle of the night. Because <laughs> my my daughter, Kalexi, she likes to have you've seen that um, uh, the Dawn of the Dead remake from the from the 20, uh, 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's a point where there's like a little girl and, and she's like standing, she slowly opens the door and she's like standing there all creepily. My daughter does that all the time. And it's just <laughs> crap out of me. <laughs> all the time she does it. And I'm like, Alexi, stop doing that. <laughs> well, that reminds me of my mom had this doll. It was about, I don't know, maybe about three feet high. It was like a doll that she had from the fifties when she was a little girl. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's like this creepy looking doll. It's not in good condition. Uh, it's just, it's kind of evil looking, I guess. And okay. even though it's, you know, it's, it's a nice, sweet little doll or, or was, I guess, originally. Well, my dad, one time <laughs> he took the, when my brother was asleep, he opened the door with the doll and he just started, he was on the floor. He just started walking the doll towards <laughs> brothers in bed and my brother woke up and just started freaking out oh man it was terrible but uh it was pretty hilarious too 
(laughs) poor guy (laughs) these kids man yeah they got they don't know they don't know no but i guess let's get into the good stuff here yes so the very first commercial i want to talk about is actually from 1988 or at least that's um when it's uh, attributed to be to have been released about Captain Crunch. It was the, the Christmas Crunch with Crunch Berries. Mm-hmm. And so I, the Quaker Oats Company, by the way, has said that the Captain Crunch, the, the Christmas Crunch, is actually accounts for about 18%, 13 to 80% of their total annual sales. I can believe it. I can too. I mean, that stuff is, is good. I mean, it's just sugar. You know, who mm-hmm. doesn't love sugar? And, uh, and who doesn't love Christmas? Who like, doesn't love Christmas? Exactly. So it's like a win win right there. Mm-hmm. This is one that's kind of strange because. It uh, I couldn't find exactly who voiced him. So Dawes Butler voiced Captain Crunch for like a lot of the early history. Now it says the longest running voice of Captain Crunch was actually George J. Adams, but I couldn't find any information on when he actually took over voicing Captain Crunch in the ads. Mm-hmm. So um, it sounds like it to me. It sounds like it's Dawes Butler, but I can't be positive on that. Yes, it to me it also sounds like Dawes Butler. Right. So this is uh, this is that Captain Crunch, and we'll talk about it after this break. It was a bit before Christmas, and all through the house, nothing was stirring, not even a... I ran to the kitchen. What could it be? Christmas Crunch from the cabin to me. This Crunch is special to make breakfast merry. It's loaded with yummy red and green Crunch berries. Very sweet. Delicious. But it's only here till Christmas. Christmas Crunch is a very merry part of this balanced breakfast. Great. You can get one of four jolly ornaments. It's a soggy. Captain on a sleigh. Or a ski. There's one in each specially marked box of Christmas Crunch. Gosh, those ornaments. <laughs> I had one of those ornaments. <laughs> I, I've been, uh, I've gone to eBay numerous times trying to find those things. <laughs> I have not been able to find it. So this one, uh, it, it's very, pretty much just a riff on A Night Before Christmas, which I kind of mm-hmm. like. Uh, some kids sneak downstairs and they catch captain crunch <laughs> who is santa apparently i guess so yeah <laughs> that's you know he kind of I, I guess i i kind of see it he's got the stash the white the, the white mustache uh, not quite beard but um and it's definitely a wrong color scheme but i guess you can mistake him for santa i, I guess I'm yeah know. yeah i don't know I, i'm reaching there i'm reaching uh but <laughs> um, but yeah so it it came with uh you know, those little ornaments. And so mm-hmm. I actually, uh, I had several of those ornaments as well and, and they were cool. Like, I think my parents still have the, uh, oh gosh, what's his name? The, the robot, um, the, the bad guy from Captain Crunch that, that they introduced in the eighties. Um, oh man, I don't even remember that. I know I can't even, I can't remember his name now. I had it. It was right here. Uh, and, and now I can't remember it, but I, I had him as that ornament for sure. And I think we had like two or three of the other ones. So, I, I mean, it's, oh man, it just brings back so many memories uh, as, as far as this particular commercial, mostly of uh, eating Cap'n Crunch cereal, you know, getting the, the, your palate all scraped up, you know, the, oh, <laughs> the roof of your mouth. <laughs> I, I know the feeling because uh, I had some last night. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and yeah, it, it, it hurts. Trust me. It, mm-hmm. But it, it hurts so good. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really does. So it's not the um it's not John the Foot. The it was uh let's see this no not the soggy squish the sogmaster. That, that was his name. 
That's an awesome name. <laughs> Sogmaster. Sogmaster. Well, you know, if your cereal is going to be crunchy, you got to have a a villain that's going to try to uncrunchify, decrunchify. I don't know what the word is. It uh, is the uh, Noid of cereals. That's right. <laughs> that's right. The Noid of <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so, yeah, Dawes Butler, do you know what other cereal mascot he did? What other cereal mascot? No, I don't. What other cereal mascot did he do? He was uh, also Snap from Snap, Crackle, and Pop. Oh, nice. Snap. Uh, Of course, we know Dawes Butler. He did a lot of stuff with uh, Hanna-Barbera. Yeah. Uh, He was Yogi Bear. Yogi Bear. That's where I knew Mm -hmm. him from. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was also, um, uh, I should have brought this up, but he was also Fred Flintstone. Oh, was he? Uh, He was... Sometimes Fred Flintstone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause I remember, I thought it was Henry Corden that was uh, Fred Flintstone. No, he was Fred. When was he Fred Flintstone? Uh, let me look it up because I'm almost positive. This is stuff from um, the My Amazing Advertising Days, which was, I haven't released an episode of that. Oh, yeah. He was a, uh, yeah. Gosh, I can't even, I can't even see. He's been in so much stuff. He, he was Chili Willy. I remember him. Chili Willy. <laughs> My name is Chili Willy. So yeah, you're right. He was he was Fred Flintstone for a bit. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. I I didn't remember that. I I always knew of um, uh, Henry Corden. Yeah. But speaking of Flintstones, and um, let's talk about Fruity Pebbles. Yes, perfect segue. <laughs> that is a perfect segue. All right. Mm-hmm. So this one is another one that that it's it was one of those where it really felt like christmas as soon as you'd start to watch it oh here comes you know who delicious do oh ho ho i'm hungry Santa, my pebbles! Your pebbles! Tis the season to be sharing, Fred. Happy holidays, pal. Oh, Fred. Fruity and Cocoa Pebbles cereals, part of this nutritious breakfast. (laughs) Santa? My pebbles! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I, I love that commercial. I do, too. It gives me all of the Christmas uh, feels right there, as, as they say. Um, I love how they begin caroling Dino's part of the choir as well. Yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, what is what is he? He would just kind of yap, right? Yap, 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 yap. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah, so, and, and here he is singing. And he's singing, yeah, with the whole choir. Um, this is another one that I always remember the 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 melody, you know. Oh, oh here comes you know who. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So this commercial um, debuted in 1986, or at least that's the earliest that I could find of it. Um, I don't know whether it's possibly earlier, but my understanding is 1986. This is one that I could barely find anything. I don't know what ad agency did it. Uh, I All that I could find really, and this comes from, um, from uh, BehindTheVoiceActors.com, was the actors that played it. And so it was uh, Henry Corden as Fred, Mel Blanc, of course, as Barney, which I thought was really cool that they reprised their their roles, you know, that they weren't like they weren't too big to do commercials. I thought that was pretty, pretty rad of them. And then um, now I don't know who the original Santa is, but Jim Cummings later on was uh, re-recorded Santa's version. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
which I um I, I remember the older version, and then they I, I remember they remade it. I think in like in like the late or the early nineties mm-hmm. when they did the other one. Yeah, it and just didn't I, have the same ring to it. I, I like no, it. no. So his voice was completely different. So this one, uh, yeah. I don't know. It just sounded more stoic. <laughs> I guess. If, I, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's just like you'd hear you'd hear the other one, and and I mean pretty much all I could hear was like Darkwing Duck, you know, or, uh, (laughs) (laughs) well, maybe a little bit of Tigger in there as well. I think, I think, you know, you just, you hear Jim Cummings Tigger later on. And I mean, it's, it's kind of that same, uh, that, that same vibe to it. Uh, It just, I remember when they changed it and thinking like, what happened to his voice? That's not a, that's not the right voice. (laughs) It's not. Yeah. I remember that. Cause I remember like, I, I I remember, this is the commercial I remember the most, but me too. Yeah. I went years, like I'm talking like 20 some odd years, like completely forgetting about this commercial. I haven't seen it since I was a kid. And when I was doing uh, when I was doing the amazing advertising uh, podcast, I mm-hmm. was I, I was looking at all these old commercials with the advertising characters. Right. And I, I did a couple of episodes with Christmas commercials. And as I was doing those, uh, this one like just showed up in in like some like that rotation. Right. And I was like. The second I heard it, I was like, oh, my goodness. I remember that commercial. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is another one that I remember being played a lot during uh, Saturday morning cartoons. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, I, I remember it taught me a lot about sharing. Yeah, yeah exactly. It is the season to be sharing, Fred. You know, <laughs> so. yeah, it, it, oh, this, this commercial still to this day, it gets to me like every time uh I remember because we, we all know Barney would always try to steal the fruity pebbles, and right. uh, Fred mm-hmm. would be like, "No, those are mine. Give me those." So uh, it was really nice to actually be like he was mad, and uh, Santa reminds him, Santa like, kind of hey, reproves him. Yeah, you gotta, you know, he's your friend. And he's like, "Oh, you're right. Happy holidays." And it, <laughs> it gets me just as much as uh, did you ever see the Pinky and the Brain Christmas special they did? Uh, no, the Pinky and the Brain was just slightly after my time. So I mean, I was I was already in that. Oh, I'm too cool for, for this, you know. Well, so, now uh, that you're not too cool, you need to go back in okay. and watch that one. <laughs> well, it, let, let me let me set the record straight though, real quick. I was never cool. It just uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's I thought I was. Yeah. <laughs> you need but, to watch that special. Okay. Or, I don't think it is a special. I think it's just regular. Like an episode from it. Yeah, I gotcha. Yes. Watch it with the noodle noggin doll. And if it does not make you cry at the end, you're not human. You're definitely <laughs> not human. Okay. <laughs> like literally to this day, I would watch that that episode with my kids and I would be sobbing and my kids are looking at me going like, why are you crying? Because <laughs> it's so sweet. How could you guys be so heartless? <laughs> kids. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Yeah. So, <laughs> All yeah. right. I'll check it out for sure. <laughs> check it out. And it, I mean, I don't know if we can do it for the for your show. We were supposed to do it on the uh uh 90s Christmas podcast, but um it kind of got hard for me to record and last I got busy, so we were like, well, we'll, we'll figure it out in time. So but yeah. hopefully hopefully next year we'll be back. Hopefully. Was it around 93, maybe? It was around, uh, I think it was like more like 96, 95. Okay, um, well, I mean, we'll figure out. Well, maybe a bonus episode or two. But if not, when me and Lassa do it for uh, uh, the uh, podcast, we'll, we'll bring you on for it. I'm down with that. All right, so uh, moving right along here, uh, I want to talk about Peter Comes Home from Folgers. This is another classic one that I remember. 
Yes. Um, but because it was about coffee, I, I don't recall it being aired too much during the uh, cartoons and on Saturday morning. Although you, I, I guess you would think it might be, but you know, most of that time is is they're trying to sell kids on toys and different things like that. So yeah, I guess it makes sense. But I remember this. This is another one that I remember being played all the time, uh, and so much so it's such a classic that they actually made a sequel later no, on. Don't get me started on that one. Yeah, that one. Uh, <laughs> there's a what. I don't Let's want to say play it, but the original. It's creepy. Yeah. Peter and his sister, they there's a vibe there that I don't really like so much. It's a little Lannister-ish for me. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's play the old one. I, I agree. Let's do that. So uh here we go. Thanks a lot. Merry Christmas. So, yeah, this one is great. So Peter um, comes home. It's Christmas morning and, you know, he, he exits the cab. He goes inside, I guess, his little sister, question mark. Uh, I'm going gonna, gonna to assume, assume it's his sister. Um, she sees him or, or she hears the door. She runs downstairs. And so, you know, hugs all that stuff. And then they make coffee and it's the coffee aroma that wakes everybody else up, which by the way, seeing it this last for, for this, um, I didn't remember that Peter also had an older sister or, or mm-hmm. I guess maybe one in between, you know, the, the youngest and him. Yeah. Now it's never specified where Peter was, if he was at college or at work or whatever. I know in the new one, I think it's uh, he's away at like the Peace Corps or something like that. Yeah. Um, I always assumed it, it, it was, he was away in college. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But but it's never actually specified. Where else would he be? I don't know. Did did he go to war? <laughs> war going on? Did he go to the Cold War? I don't know. <laughs> he, he's actually a, a a hitman secretly <laughs> <laughs> cruising around in a bug. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, but everybody wakes up, and then uh, his mom sees him, and you know Peter, and mm-hmm. you know. And then Folgers wishes you a happy holidays and a Merry Christmas and all that. So this one uh, actually ran from 1985 all the way through 1988 unedited. And then in uh, 2004 and 2005, they, they kind of trimmed it a bit and and added some, redid some music. And um, so Mm -hmm. uh, they, they played that edited version for a couple of years. This was done by the Cunningham and Walsh agency. And Peter was played by Greg Wranglers, which I couldn't find anything else on Greg Wranglers. Yeah, he um, I remember this commercial for I did this one for amazing advertising. So I was able to find some information. Oh, awesome. Uh, but You're the best guest for this, because <laughs> apparently my enough. Google Foo skills are not so great. 
Well, I don't know how, how good because um, I I don't I didn't write them down for the notes and I don't remember them. <laughs> but it is it is in that episode. Whatever I was able to find out is in that episode. Of Go Wii. listen to that episode, folks. Yes, uh, the uh, I think it was Christmas commercials, some uh, longest running Christmas commercials, one that I did. But uh, what I do remember mm-hmm. is, um, gosh, well, I guess I don't remember anything. All I remember is the jingle. For Vultures <laughs> came out in 1984. Oh, okay. By Leslie Pearl. Nice. That's and, the uh, uh, the best is, part of waking up is Vultures in your cup. I would that say one? that's probably one of the best jingles that's out there. I agree. Now there, we're going to be talking about one later that uh, is also very very memorable. Uh, I can't wait to get to that because I'm excited <laughs> about that one. That's a good jingle. <laughs> yes, but. One thing I, I I have like this I did another episode on Folgers because they had another advertising character, uh, Mrs. Olson. Do you remember her? I think I do actually. Mrs. Olson. She was always uh, she always had like coffee in her purse whenever like the the <laughs> wife would make coffee and the husband would be like, "This is freaking terrible coffee." And then, as husbands the, do, apparently, of course, that's what we all do. <laughs> Come on, woman, make me some coffee. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, so they go and complain to miss olsen and miss olsen's all like well you need th- this folders it's mountain grown yeah. so using the mountain grown and then all of a sudden the husband's like wow this is great coffee like who in their right mind would have thought that that was good advertising uh, <laughs> i don't get it it was a different time man yeah, <laughs> have, you, have you seen old uh folders commercials um like from like the 60s and no i haven't gone that that far back with folders no you should watch them because they're 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 fun to watch to say the least well they're not fun but they're 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 pretty out there trust me oh my goodness i can only imagine um that's wow that's just crazy to me honestly that that someone would be like yeah let's do it (laughs) yes uh, but I mean, stuff like that still happens. Like, let's look at this stupid remake that they made for for this commercial. Like, who in their right mind would do that? Like, yeah, yeah. There's definitely. Uh, I mean, I don't know which one was into which, or if they were both into each other. But there's definitely some chemistry there that should not be there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could understand <laughs> if if the sister was much younger, but the sister looked like she was not that much younger like a year or two maybe yeah yeah so when they were like oh you're my present this year i was like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) some game of thrones vibes (laughs) and and then like of course the internet being the internet you can watch videos of like people splicing stuff in oh yeah that commercial it's yeah yeah not family friendly i'll tell you that but (laughs) no definitely not like I, I, I don't know. I always had this idea of like if we you were gonna remake it, you should have gotten Greg Wrangler to come back as the dad this time. Yeah, and, that would have been like perfect. Make it known, make it known that he was the original. Like you know, the grandparents were there and be like, oh, remember the time when you came home from from college? Yeah, and that would have been better. But that, they, whoever whoever at Folgers decided that was the way to go, I hope they got fired. <laughs> well i don't want anyone to lose their livelihood so maybe not fired but uh, maybe uh like reprimanded heavily 
Well, maybe just like <laughs> demoted to to not in advertising. Be there like, you go. Hey, yeah, yeah. You can like be janitor or something. <laughs> <laughs> not that being a janitor is bad or anything. I, I've cleaned many toilets before for money, so yeah, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, but this uh, the commercial is it's uh, it really is like a warm blanket to me. It's yes. just one that that I I. As soon as I see it, it reminds me. And and I don't know if it's just because at my grandma would drink Folgers, but like every time I see it, like I, I just have that Folgers aroma. You know, it's it it had its own little smell because it was almost like since it was in that tin, you know, mm-hmm. that, that can, that aluminum can or whatever, uh, yeah. it almost had like a metallic hint to me every time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> As well. So it was like coffee plus a little bit of a of that metallic uh, uh aroma, but yeah. Well, but, yeah. It, yeah. Uh, my mom, my mom, I told this story on, on the podcast for amazing advertising, but my mom, she never really drank like Folgers, like, like put it in a coffee pot and do it. She always got the Folgers crystals. Right. So to me, when as growing up, that was coffee. Like when I got to, when I got into the actual workforce and yeah. I never drank coffee until I was in like my, until my early twenties, probably when I first right. drank coffee and i was i remember this vividly i was in the office i used to work for a company called berg electric and i was in the um the uh community room whatever it was called the break room and i was uh gonna make coffee (laughs) and i saw the coffee there and i saw the pot and to me looking at the pot i always thought like oh this is just for people that are too lazy to make their own coffee so (laughs) So I got my cup. I, I can't. I remember. I, I came to work. I had a brand new cup. I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get some coffee. I'm cool today." <laughs> and I started scooping the coffee in, and then I put hot water in it, and I was mixing it around like my mom did. Yeah. And I was like, "Perfect. Here's my coffee." I go back to sit down, and I take a drink, and I'm like, "Man, this thing is freaking terrible. There's all these grains in it." I get anybody drink this stuff. So I go and I'm dumping it out. I'm cleaning my cup. And like one of the HR ladies stumbles in and she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I just cleaning this cup. I had some coffee. You know, it wasn't good. And I told her what I did. She looked at me like, what are you, an idiot? This is a machine. This is how you do it. She like loaded it for me. Oh man! Oh no! And I had my cup of coffee, and I was like, "Man, this stuff's terrible!" And I threw it away. And then, sure enough, months later, I'm like, "Give me my coffee." <laughs> it's funny because I've never really been a big coffee guy, and even now, you know, I'll drink it every once in a while. I'm more of a tea, you know, tea guy uh, myself. Um, gotcha. But well, for for me, coffee feels like a. Uh, kind of like it, it it brings me back to like simpler times i don't know it, it's hard to explain like whenever i drink coffee i think about stuff like like mrs olson and right. uh right. this commercial that the, the this christmas commercial with with peter like it just makes me think of those things so right. every time i i have coffee or whenever my uh <clears throat> my aunts and uncles used to come over to the house like oh you know every night really and my mom would put on coffee and and or she would make her her vultures crystals <laughs> and she would make everybody a <laughs> cup and everyone would be drinking coffee at like eight o'clock at night and like talking like that's yeah. every time i drink coffee that's just what i think about and that's what i do so that's that's why I I, lo- I love coffee for it. Right on. I, I dig that. I, I like that. Well, see, and for me, I drink tea mostly because of, uh, I, and honestly, it's mostly just because of my great grandma who would make sweet tea. 
And nice. so even hot tea, you know, even though it's, I, I drink it more for my voice. Um, even then I, I still just reminds me of my great grandma. So I, I know exactly what you mean. Nice. And, and same thing with this, with this ad, like it just, it reminds me of Christmas, even though like Christmas is, is kind of just like, it's not a huge part, you know, it's more about the family coming together and the, you know, the, the coffee, I guess. Um, yeah. but you know, he's coming home because it's Christmas. So, uh, I just, I get the Christmas feels every time I, I watch it. It just, it hits me, you know, it's like, it makes me feel like, oh, okay, the season is here as soon as I hear it. Yeah, that's that's another reason why I always have cinnamon in my coffees because it makes me think of Christmas. Nice. So every time I have a cup of coffee, there's always cinnamon in it. Always. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's you, how much Christmas nerds we you are. Sweeten it, you sweeten <laughs> it with the cinnamon? Yes. Yeah, right on. Yeah, it is good. <laughs> I like it. Cool. That's all that matters, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, we're going on tangents. Let's go to the next couple. Yeah, that's what exactly. I was just about to bring it back. Yeah. Um, so the next one, and this is one that, that you wanted to really talk about, and it was the uh, the Campbell Soup Snowman commercial. So um, all I could find was that it was done by BBDO um, in, in New York, their, their New York branch, although they're worldwide, and that it, it aired originally in 1993. But I couldn't figure out like anything on who this little boy actor was or who did the graphics or anything like that. All I know is it was just BBDO that did it. So yeah. Um, but here, let's let's take a. Let's listen to this really quickly here. Nothing melts away the cold like a delicious hot bowl of Campbell's chicken noodle soup. Let it snow, let it snow. Makes everything <laughs> better. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> yeah, that that commercial is uh I mean another classic. Um, they've redone it a few times, and and same thing. They've they've updated the music, and uh, of course, then they even had like again quasi sequels to it. Mm-hmm. But I I really. I mean, looking at the snowman, every time I saw him, it's like the quintessential snowman, you know, like when, whenever you'd, uh, I mean, I'm from South Texas, so we didn't have snow, but like whenever you, you think about someone building a snowman, that's what you always thought of, you know, with the, the carrot and the big old, you know, eyes and just kind of the dots for the mouth smiling and uh, the yeah. sticks for the arms. And so, I mean, to me, I'd see the commercial and even though I couldn't relate because we didn't have anything like that uh, at the same time, uh, I, I like immediately knew, Oh, okay. It's, it's cold outside. It's winter. Um, yeah. You know, when, when you're sick or whenever you just want to feel better and it's cold, you, you drink the soup and, or you eat Get all nice soup. and toasty. Exactly. So, uh, another brilliant spot. I thought that was, that was really clever advertising. Although, uh, <laughs> as I was researching this, I did see one comment and someone said something about, uh, like, like, like what parent would let their kid out, you know, play outside <laughs> in the cold so long that they turn into a snowman. And <laughs> all I wanted to say was, Hey, it was the eighties. <laughs> it was. I mean, if this kid grew up like me, I was outside. Like I had no parental units anywhere. So I was outside all the time and I probably <laughs> would have frozen to death out there. If, uh, if I didn't have more common sense to come inside. Yeah, exactly. And and the kid apparently does because he he's cold. He's so cold that he's a snowman. 
Yeah, and apparently he makes his own soup too. Which I mean, when I was a kid, I made my own soup. My kids now they have no idea how to make how to how to open up a can and put it in a saucepan. Yeah, mine don't either. I need to I need to start training them better. <laughs> yes. But uh, there's nothing been confirmed. But I, I mean, I'm not 100 percent sure about this. But mm-hmm. I think that little boy died. Oh, well, in, the, uh, in the commercial. Oh, that's a bummer. Well, that could yes. be maybe why we hadn't heard too much about him. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he would probably be like that, like that little boy in the Nirvana. Campbell's. You know, it's a, uh, <laughs> it's funny because I've, I've always said like if if I was in something like this iconic, I'd I'd totally like just just tell it all the time. I'd be like, hey, you know, when I'm meeting someone new, like, hey, I'm Jerry. Oh, by the way, I was in the Campbell Soup commercial. You know. <laughs> yeah. No, I I fully I fully understand that because I I wish like these people that that did something in in their younger days like they don't don't feel. Like, don't get mad when somebody brings it up. That's what made you who you are. Uh, right. Like one one thing I remember is I was listening to this interview with um, Polly Shore, and okay. Polly Shore he never gets mad. Apparently, I mean, this is what he says in, in the interview that he never gets mad when somebody comes up to him and, and asks him to do the weasel. And right. he's like, "That's that's what made me who I am." Like, I, like, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to get mad for somebody wanting me to do the weasel when that's what made me who I am. That made me famous, so of course I'm right. going to do. It. Um, and, and another thing that I really liked was, uh, did you were you a, a Rocky fan? Like the Rocky yes. movie? Oh yes, yeah. In in Rocky Balboa, when he's like he has his restaurant and he's like telling all of these old war stories yeah. about with him being a box. Like I love that. Like yes, talk about the stuff that you used to do. Like don't try to hide from it. Like just embrace it. Yes, a million percent. Yeah, and so I I don't understand that. And and I actually think it's kind of sad that they didn't keep like a lot more. I don't know, maybe just a lot better records of of some mm-hmm. of this stuff. Um, cause I think that'd be, I mean, obviously as we're talking about it now, so there's obviously interest, like, you know, just, just put it out yeah, there. But like, who knew really, who knew yeah, that that's true. this type of stuff would have been so, so like it would have stuck with us for such a long time. Right. Well, it wasn't Lynn Haldren. That's for sure. Oh, Lynn Haldren. <laughs> and that's my seg to the next commercial here which is for empire carpets <laughs> empire carpets man i love empire carpet empire today is what it's called now right but i mean the, the empire carpet man that that brings me back really to like grandma's house yes yeah for, and it was always like on during like murder she wrote or matlock or something <laughs> <laughs> you, you know <laughs> But uh, so the essentially um, it was kind of the brainchild uh, advertising wise of a uh, Lynn Haldren mm-hmm. who uh, from Lynn Haldren creative there, he kind of came up with this concept. And when the owner and, and CEO of, of empire couldn't find anyone that he liked to actually play and portray the empire man, who was going to be the right. spokesperson, he asked Lynn to do it. Uh, who, by the way, also wrote the jingle, which is mm-hmm. the, one of the catchiest jingles I've ever heard <laughs> yes and it's just the yeah. phone number you'll never forget the phone number exactly that's that's all it is uh but uh, for some reason it's just oh man it's everything about it is so catchy let's yeah. see but don't take my word for it let's listen wouldn't you like to have a nice new carpet under your tree this year there's plenty of time if you call empire you'll have it in 72 hours and with our credit plan there's no installment payment till way after the holidays 
Hard to believe, but our prices still start at only six ninety-five installed, and that includes polyfoam padding, plus a gift with any order, a telephone or shampoo are free. So have a nice new carpet under your tree in time for the holidays. Call us. Five eight eight two three hundred Empire. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> I love the Empire Man. I love the Empire Man so much. When I was doing the the, the podcast, he was my first episode. Was was Lynn Holdren? Nice. Uh, I, I learned so much about that guy, and man, it, he was really a genius when it came to to marketing. Even though he only did one thing specifically that he's really known for, which is the right. Empire Man. Uh, but yeah, he he did that. He did the jingle, and mm-hmm. the Empire Man was was around since like the seventies. Like it, it was like a long, long time. The Empire Man was doing commercials, and I think he stopped in like the early two thousands. Is is when the Empire Man started getting phased out as a as a uh, human character, right? And then, it, and then here came the cartoon character and the animated character, right? Um, but he ended up passing away in two thousand and eleven, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that, that, uh, yeah, if we, we lost somebody special, even though he wasn't doing much towards the end of his life, but, but still he was a genius. He was a genius. Talking about that jingle. It's, it's so simple. You know, five, eight, eight, two, three hundred empire, <laughs> but it's so catchy. It's so catchy that you will never forget that number. You know, it's like eight six seven five three zero nine. You got to know it. You know, <laughs> you have to know it. Uh, there's a lot of them. Like, uh, did you have you ever seen that JG Wentworth? Oh yeah, commercial? yes. Eight, that's another eight, really catchy. Eight seven seven catch, catch now. now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is powerful stuff. Like, I, I it really makes me mad when people say, like, people don't want jingles anymore. They're tired of them. I'm not tired of jingles. Give me all of the best jingles you got. I agree. You know, just give them to me. Double my pleasure, double my fun. That's a statement of a great mint right there. Double mint gum. <laughs> I, or, I mean, come on, Mentos, you know, the fresh maker. Right. Come or, on. you know, break me off a piece of that yes. cat bar. I mean, <laughs> there's give so many. Give me that many. break, people. No, actually, <laughs> don't give me that break. Give me more jingles. Because, you know, I'm a, I'm a Toys R Us jingle kid. Oh, yes. That's another, uh, that's another one. Um, now, this particular commercial that we just saw was, or that we just heard was from 1984. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember this commercial specifically, uh, but as soon as you said Empire, it's like, oh, yeah, that that takes me back to, <laughs> to again, being at like my grandma's house, watching one of her shows um, mm-hmm. and, and just hearing it all the time. Yeah, like I don't have specific memories about that commercial either. I, I mostly remember it because when I was doing the uh, the podcast, I was looking up Christmas commercials of all of these uh, of all of these advertising characters, and I stumbled upon that one. Uh, but like, um, it it it's so weird how we can be doing just anything. Like we can be cleaning up after the kids or something. We can be doing something in our day-to-day life. And all of a sudden we get triggered by something in our heads and it just clicks. And we're like, Oh wow. That just made me think of something. That's what I felt like when, when, um, when I was doing the amazing advertising podcast is I would just be doing, because the the, the way I had that, um, that podcast kind of like the schedule of it was Uh I would come up with a story about one of the advertising characters 
and something from like my childhood. And a lot of them came to me as I was just doing regular day-to-day stuff. And then I would think about it and I'd be like, oh yeah, I remember when that happened to me. And then I jotted it all down and right. then that became the basis. Nice. Um, but yeah, Emperor Man, love it. <laughs> well, next I want to talk about uh, a couple of McDonald's commercials. Now these ones really put me in the Christmas spirit. Um, the first one I want to talk about is, uh, and I couldn't find a lot of info, a lot of info. Well, I couldn't find any, I'll be honest, information on this particular <laughs> one. So uh, this is a the McNuggets commercial. So hope we're going to a New Year's Eve party. <clears throat> I'd prefer an office party. I want to go to a school Christmas party. McDonald's Chicken McNuggets 20-pack, the life of any holiday party. How do I look? Delicious. Golden brown is your color. Whoopee! Let's go to a sleigh ride party. It's a good time for the great taste. Parties, parties. Oh. That's all you 20-packs ever think of. <laughs> of McDonald's. Time for McDonald's gift certificates. 50 cents each or a book of 10 for $5. Well. <laughs> what were these people on when they came over the <laughs> I don't know, but I love that commercial. It I remembered that commercial uh and I really wanted to talk about it. I just I I could find nothing on it. And so it was kind of a bummer. Uh I just I, I remember the little gift certificates. Yeah. I, I remember the cranky old nuggets as well. Um uh, <laughs> but really I just I, those little talking McNuggets were like one of my favorite things at McDonald's. Um, I believe that commercial aired or debuted, I should say in 1984. Okay. Uh, I don't, that's really about all that I could find on it. So I have no idea who the voices were. Um, that's it. So uh, I just kind of wanted to mention that, uh, but I, you know, what, what do you remember about that one? Well, I don't remember anything about that commercial specifically. I mean, I was negative one when that one came out. So, <laughs> so I, I don't remember anything. Gotcha, uh, gotcha. But one thing that like stuck with me is when you sent that to me, I watched it and I was like, oh, okay, 84 and McNuggets. And then I thought in my head, like, there was a time when I was in high school and I just discovered that McDonald's had McNuggets. What? <laughs> I was in high school when I first discovered they had McNuggets. I'm not lying. Because when I was a kid, I didn't get McNuggets. I didn't get anything like that. I would just get the Happy Meal with the burger, the burger, oh. the fries, the drink. That was it. So that's all I got when I was a kid. And then as time went went on and I started to have to pay for this stuff myself, I didn't have no money. So I didn't go to McDonald's. Right. But right. then as you know, time went on, I remember, I do remember this vividly. Like I had a friend, his name was uh, Armando in high school and he bought me a box of McDonald's and I hate them going, Holy crap, man. (laughs) This this must be like a new thing here at McDonald's. These are good. (laughs) I remember thinking that. And then I was like, Oh wow. Yeah. Stupid high schooler me. (laughs) We all make mistakes in high school. (laughs) But that was back. that, That was back before they used like, you know, good, well quote-unquote good chicken for <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i don't know whatever i had then in high school i think i think i was in ninth grade when i first discovered them yeah i, I was no actually it was the same year that nemo finding nemo came out because i remember um i remember we went to the mcdonald's i was down the street from my high school and uh, I went with one of my cousins and they had the Finding Nemo toys there. And then she looked at me and she's like, what is all of this stuff about Nemo? What is Finding Nemo? 
<laughs> I remember that so vividly. So, but going like following along on that tangent, there was another commercial called Scrooge's Christmas Party that, um, again, that one and the the previous commercial kind of taught me that it's okay to have nuggets on a, you know at a fancy party. I wonder if you try to cash one of those, what they would do. <laughs> <laughs> nowadays like, if you find one on ebay and it's a, like write in a hundred dollars and go take it in i wonder if they would honor it i don't think they would <laughs> i doubt it <laughs> no, there, there's a guy on on facebook i don't know if he's on youtube but uh-huh. like he does a bunch of those stupid pranks like mm-hmm. that that could be something he could probably do would be like to grab like an old gift certificate and try to go cash it in <laughs> i'd love to see that actually um i i doubt that they'd actually accept that but it's funny because they they seem to really be pushing those gift certificates. And I don't remember yeah. ever getting any, but it seems like something I would really want now. You know, like, like my brother-in-law asks me like what I want for Christmas. And it's like, you know, nothing special, just like a Whataburger gift card or, a, you know, Chick-fil-A yeah. or anything. Just, you know, just any kind of gift card to someplace uh, that I can just eat something during lunchtime. <laughs> yeah, That's, no, I, I fully understand you. <laughs> get me something i can use exactly yeah exactly um so i want to touch on two mcdonald's commercials one of them there's a lot of information on one not so much um so the first one is uh, and, and i know mcdonald's has quite a bit of them here the first one was from 87 and 88 it was called star wish now this one there's a longer version there's a, a shorter version and um We'll play this one here. Now, the birdie, this is after the lawsuit that you mentioned earlier. So they got rid of a bunch of characters. Pretty much they had birdie, grimace, and I think hamburglar, and that was about it. But like um, the mayor, uh, the officer, all the the, the fry guys, Mr. all those. Big Mac, that, yeah. Fry guys kind of stuck around for a little bit longer after that, but they slowly were like. Were faded out. Yeah. 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 And so, or phased out, I should say. Yeah. And uh, this is one. You know, where with just Grimace and Birdie. And by the way, uh, Grimace is a taste bud. And and I, I didn't remember that when I was little. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but this one is called Star Wish. This is where they actually find a, a fallen star and then try to give it to Ronald. And so it's a little bit longer here. One cold winter's eve, Bertie and Grimace wandered McDonald's land in search of... A gift for Ronald! Got any bright ideas? When lo and behold, a little star hopped from the heavens and twinkled down to earth. Look, Grimace, a falling star! Ooh, maybe we can catch it! And so they did. You'll make the perfect gift for Ronald. The little star was wrapped and ribboned and given... But oh dear me, Twinkle, it didn't. You see, Bertie and Grimace, a star can never belong just to me. It belongs way up high for everyone to see. So let's wish him home where he'll twinkle and glow. And so they did as they stood in the snow. Look, the star's back at home in the sky. Good as new. And I have the best gift of all, friends like you. Happy holidays from McDonald's. <laughs> good commercials back then man <laughs> so yeah birdie was voiced by rusty taylor uh, mo- most famously known as the voice of Minnie mouse grimace um i'm not entirely sure he was normally voiced by frank welker and i, I kind of get those vibes from him but he, uh, he was also voiced by lenny weinrib and um larry moran uh, at different times around this period so i'm not quite sure it could be them 
but I, I think it's probably, uh, I think it's, to me, it sounds like Frank Welker. So I, I'm, I'm going to say it's him, even though I'm not entirely sure that it's, that it's him. Um, I just wanted to bring that up really quickly because there was another McDonald's commercial with uh, a lot of information on, and it was called ice skating. Now this one was from 82 all the way through 91, uh, which except with that little brief hiatus there to, to play star wish in 87 and 88, but there's like a million different versions of this. So there's a, it's King Moody was the original Ronald. Um, so he played Ronald from 82 to 85, then Squire Friedel uh, from 86 to 90. And then Jack Depke played Ronald in 91. So they like recut certain parts of this commercial to capture their new, you know, actor play in it, which I thought was kind of funny. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's one of those like, okay, well, we got a new song let's uh let's throw our new song in there and they did that too so in uh 82 89 and 91 it was that you deserve a break today soundtrack in 83 it was at mcdonald's and you uh that jingle there 84 to 86 was the it's a good time for the great taste of mcdonald's McDonald's. so that's in there Mm -hmm. and then um in 90 it was food folks and fun was their their little jingle so there's like a bunch of different versions of this um of this particular ice skating one. I'm going to play the original 1982 one here just so we can get a feel for it. fries now <laughs> good commercial that was good it is a good commercial and, and that's uh, again not like super christmasy more just wintry mm-hmm. but there was just a ton of info on that's like the most information i found on any of these commercials here so i was like i gotta talk about that one because i mean what else can i talk about <laughs> <They're> so... <laughs> yeah. well i mean mcdonald's has has such a good history when it comes to their advertising that it's it's probably in my opinion mcdonald's is probably one of the best yeah. companies that did advertising yeah uh, not so much now but but back then they they saw their market which was kids and mm-hmm. they went for it like they straight up with mcdonald land uh, mm-hmm. and all of those things and then they even try to get the the adults like for for dinner with mac tonight do you remember mac oh tonight? i remember mac tonight yeah <laughs> i love mac mac tonight has a special place in my heart because it is mac tonight is the is is the mascot that got me to love advertising characters in my nice. adult life okay it actually like um uh, I remember when I, I was at this um i was at this thrift store and they had a poster of mac tonight there and mm-hmm. I was looking at it going, what the heck is this? <laughs> and like all of these memories started flowing through my head yeah. of like McDonald's and, 
And uh, for whatever reason, Carl's Jr. or Hardee's, as they call it here in Tennessee. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That started flying through my head. And I was like, oh, my. What is it? I better put this down because this is giving me some weird vibes. So I put it down. <laughs> and I, I literally was thinking about that stupid poster for three days until I finally went back and I paid $3 and I took that thing home. Once I took it home, I got on eBay. I started looking up all of these things. Man, eBay took a lot of my money that year. <laughs> I understand. I taught a class on uh, film scoring and mm-hmm. I needed you know, I needed the music to actually teach the class. And yeah. so I could, you know, we could listen to it. And that particular year, uh, getting a lot of those CDs, cause it was CDs back then. <laughs> it, uh, yeah. For some of the more rare ones that I really wanted to touch on, they were just amazing musically, uh, but weren't in print in regular print, I should say. Um, definitely. Yeah. Definitely ate up some cash there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. Well, the, the cool thing was at the, at the time when before I started amazing advertising, nostalgia was kind of getting its its legs because it wasn't always you know '90s this and '90s that, '80s this, nostalgia this. It wasn't always like that. Like ten years right. ago, there were no podcasts like this out. There might have been like one or two, but it didn't really start hitting big until probably five years ago. Is when people really started hitting. Well, actually, it's probably seven years now because I think it was right. like in 2015 um is when is when it really took off so i got a lot of these mascots and these characters and all of these things um all of this memorabilia i got it before the huge boom and now when you try to look up the noid stuff man you got to pay a premium for it yeah it's huge it's definitely huge um but speaking of nostalgia uh, just a couple more here and then we'll 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 move on from there but uh the one i really am super excited to talk about because i i've talked about it already is the uh in my Hershey's Kiss episode was the Hershey's Kiss Christmas Bells. Oh, man. This is a classic. Again, you you see this one, you immediately think Christmas time is here. Mm -hmm. And it's so simple, too. It's just uh, the kisses in the shape of a tree played by handbell choirs, and they're essentially portraying the handbells themselves. And so let's uh, take a quick listen here. So simple and yet like so effective. <laughs> yeah. And, and they went a long time without it changing. Mm-hmm. Like I think they only changed it probably a couple of years ago is when they, they kind of like changed it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but people got mad. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I would have, well, if I knew, I mean, I don't have cable anymore, so I, I can't see these commercials. I, if it comes on the Roku channel, then I'll definitely right. catch it. But, but if it doesn't, then I won't see it. And right. unless we're, we're doing a show on it. Yeah, there was a there was a little um, change a few years ago where they just added like a little glow, I think, to to the red, you know, that very last red, nothing crazy. And then, of course, they updated and was completely different and people Mm -hmm. got mad. So then they they ran that that new one concurrently with the older traditional one. Um, It was done by Ogilvy and Mather and um, Colossal Pictures with uh, um, with Gordon Clark, actually took care of, of the, the animation there. So, um, yeah, just, it, it's, a it was, uh, they had their special wrapping, the red and green, they had the, the original there in the silver as the base of the tree. And so it just looks like it's a, essentially, it looks like it's a little Christmas tree and it's, 
as soon as I hear it, it's immediately, you know, because it's, we wish you a Merry Christmas because it's in the shape of a tree, because they played it all the time. It's just, I'm at Christmas time as soon as I, as soon as it comes on, you know? Oh yeah. We, uh, a couple of years ago before we left California, uh, they had like this music box and, and it had like Hershey's in it. And when you open up the music box, it would do the, the song. Mm-hmm. Me and my kids play that and drove my wife crazy. She's she's not into Christmas at all. So every gotcha. time like Christmas season comes, she's like, "Oh, you get this over with." I'm like, "All right, Grinch." And then here I am, <laughs> Mr. Elf from from the movie. Buddy. Elf. I'm, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm over here like playing that stupid thing nonstop and she's over there yelling at me, telling me to stop and I'm like, "Nope." And then when we used to watch the commercial, I would always do the at the end, yeah, <laughs> she would lose it after like the thirtieth time I've done it. She would, she'd get mad. <laughs> I think it's like required, right? You gotta, you gotta do the, you gotta do the, whew, you know. Yes, <laughs> but a great commercial, great, commercial. It, a great commercial. Yes, it, it definitely gets, uh, definitely hits all the Christmas, you know, notes there that you need to hit. Uh, no pun intended. Mm-hmm. But uh, this next one. And this is technically from 96. So it's kind of outside the scope of my, uh, uh, of my window here, but it was done. The, the effects were done by Will Vinton, who most people mm-hmm. will know from claymation fame. And uh, so because he claymation was so heavily in the eighties, uh, I thought this was perfect. And so this is M&M's. This is again, BBDO New York. Um, so just a very popular, um, a very popular advertising agency there mm-hmm. with a super long history. I believe uh, the original George Batten company started in like the 1800s and then merged with the other ones in, in like 1921 or something like that. But anyway, here's a, here is the faint. So you think Santa will like these red and green m and I don't know. I never met the guy. <laughs> he does exist. They do exist. Oh. Uh, Santa? Because they did a sequel a, a few years ago. and Yeah, not as good. No, well, I mean, it was still cool, but it just, yeah, you're right. It didn't have the same magic. It was just kind of the continuation of the story, I guess, in which uh, <laughs> the M&Ms have to deliver the presents and they deliver them to everybody. But yeah, it ends up cliche. <laughs> it, it it definitely was. But you know, it's one of those where I, at Christmas time I can forgive a lot. <laughs> yeah. so, so I think it at least for me it hit all the right notes. Uh, of course, the uh, Santa was played by Robert McRae. Red was Billy West, um, who most people know as the voice of Fry from Futurama. And then mm-hmm. Yellow was uh, J.K. Simmons, who you know, yes. J. Jonah Jameson, and like a million other amazing things, like Commissioner Gordon, and you know all those, um, yes. all those amazing roles that he's done. But uh, and uh, one cool fact that I remember because I also did this commercial for Amazing Advertising mm-hmm. is the Santa. Um, he didn't take any money for for being in there. What he did was he held on to all of his residuals. Uh-huh. Um, so because he did that, and this commercial has been playing for since 1996, it's really been on. So he's been making like ten thousand dollars every year just for taking that one fall. That's awesome. <laughs> that's and that's how it's done, kids. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, Mike, become a stuntman, really. <laughs> for real. <laughs> All right, I want to cover one last one before uh, before we get to to your final commercial here. Um, so this one is from 1987, which is um, 
as best the best guess I could find as to its earliest date. Although according to the Mascola group, they say it first aired in 89. So I'm not quite sure which one is accurate. Um, and then again, this is another one with several different versions. In this particular version, uh, Scrooge was played by Bill Gavin and Buzz B, who's the mascot for Cheerios, because this is a Cheerios commercial, was played by Arnold Stang, um, who has quite a resume, uh, Arnold Stang there. But let's let's listen to it. The taste of nuts and honey, Mr. Scrooge. Better things to do. Oh, Mr. Scrooge, honey nut Cheerios, it's Christmas. My customer gruel will suffice for you. Yeah, but honey nut Cheerios blends golden honey and crunchy nuts. I said, did you say honey and nuts? Merry Christmas, Mr. Scrooge. Again, there was a la- another version um, with different. Uh, so instead of Merry Christmas and Honey Mano, they they use their newer updated song. And I yes. think he says like Happy Holidays or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but the original is the one that kind of sticks in my mind, <laughs> along with yes. Arnold Stang's voice. Yeah, that that was that. That's a great commercial. It it really is. It's again simple. And I think a lot of times, sometimes the the, uh, the simpler is, is the better version of some of these. There's no need to overcomplicate things. Just get straight to the point. You know, make sure you remember it and make sure they want what it is that you're selling. And, and there's no need to go on and on. Right. Yeah. Just even though it wasn't an original idea, of course, they're doing uh, what are they doing? Uh, Christmas Carol. Right. Um, so but I mean, they did it fun. Really? The bees. Uh, Busby. No, who's the bee supposed to play? Uh, oh, uh, Bob Cratchit. Bob Cratchit, that's right. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be Bob Cratchit. <laughs> it's a great commercial, though. It's it's great. It there's something about it that I mean. I guess it's because I used to watch it during uh, during like Saturday morning cartoons and, and yeah. uh, uh, watching it. I, I did a lot of my watching after school. That's when when I did a lot of it. So. Uh, Saturday morning cartoons. What I didn't really get into it that much. I did occasionally watch it. I remember watching Goosebumps on Saturday. Oh yeah, <laughs> forgot they did that. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I was more of a Fox Kids kid. I guess. Well, yeah, that <laughs> makes Fox sense. Kid kid. <laughs> that's that's why you're on a sh- uh, show called "It's a '90s Christmas Podcast." <laughs> that is correct because my parents were nowhere to be found, and the TV. Uh, grew up me. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Uh, and lastly, before we get on to the final bits here, um, you wanted to talk about this Corona Christmas special. We'll move on from there. simple mm-hmm. but effective yes commercials don't get that simple that much more simple uh, <laughs> yeah it's so literally just a, a beachfront property that you know you it's a nighttime you just hear someone whistling i mean there's mm-hmm. like a house and then a bunch of palm trees and then one of them just lights, lights up. up someone had done a yeah. canopy wrap on that palm tree and mm-hmm. yeah they did a great job i mean i assume it was all done you know 
in post but <laughs> right i'm i'm sure those lights don't look real yeah uh, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah this one was actually from 1990 is when this one came out it was 1990 and it it did not change until about a few years ago when they kind of like updated it a little bit yeah that's that stupid commercial is being in my existence because you know how it has those palm trees yes lit up or it, they're all like a silhouette yes one of them lights up right like this commercial i i don't watch this commercial every year it's not one that's on all the time it's one that's a few years will go by and then i'll see it again and i'm always all like that's the palm tree that lights up oh that's not the one <laughs> <laughs> it's the second one right second it's, the, the it's the second one <laughs> and like to, just to show you like that that happens uh when we i was doing the notes for this for, for the podcast i watched the commercial and sure enough i was like that's the one and it wasn't it <laughs> and i was like why can't i remember which one lights up i always think it's the third one. Oh yeah i think it's that one yeah but it's not uh yeah, it, I, I think I like this one the most. Be, well, not the most, but I, I like it because um, the beginning part of it, it's kind of quiet and you can like hear an owl and crickets. Yeah. It kind of sounds like like one of those old Halloween tapes. With those oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. You're so, right. So I kind of combined it, it does that. And then uh, Oh Christmas Tree starts getting whistled. So right. it turns into Christmas. And I kind of like to think that that's where um, uh, what's his name Tim Burton got the <laughs> got the idea for, for Nightmare Before Christmas. Nightmare. <laughs> he was watching that commercial. He heard the Halloween in the beginning, let's, and then it turned to Christmas. You know what? If it's not, let's spread that around, dude. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that was it, Tim Burton. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on to you. I like that. I like that. You know, yeah. but it does make me wonder, you know, what would you say would be your hap hap happiest memory of some of these Christmas commercials here? Oh, it, hands down. It, it, it's not fair because it has to be the Fruity Pebbles. Uh, it, yeah. it has to be that one. It has to be the ho 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 I'm ho ho hungry and, and him going Santa, my pebbles. <laughs> like that, that has to be. Like yeah, there, there's no competition really. Not even the Empire Man can can hold up to that one. That yeah. one, that one is gonna live with me until the day I die, really. And then when I get buried, they're gonna put that commercial in the casket with me. <laughs> I don't know how they're gonna do it, <laughs> but they're gonna they're gonna do it somehow. Uh, whoever they is, I don't know who's gonna bury me, but um, <laughs> yeah. Funny thing is, that's actually mine as well. I, I remember watching cartoons and that Fruity Pebbles commercials comes on and it's still to this day, um, whenever someone mentions Fruity Pebbles at all, it doesn't have yeah. to do anything to do with Christmas, but I'll just say, ho, 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 I'm ha, ha hungry, you know? <laughs> and just, I always I always use the line, like when he goes, Santa, my pebbles, I'll like take Santa out and I'll put my daughter's name in or something like that yeah. and, and like i don't they don't get it but i find it so hilarious when i'm like callie my cereal <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> <laughs> they don't get it but i mean i do and that's all that yeah matters. that's all that counts yeah <laughs> all that matters. oh man i do you know i so i do have a segment it's called uh, a two and d and so this is one that I don't do very often, just very, you know, every once in a while. And it's basically just a rank of what you think, you know, like, like what are your favorites here? If you had to, to rank them, like 
Okay. Um, I think to be fair, let's let's take out ho 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 I'm ho ho hungry. Because that one's gonna be a number one. We we all know that that's gonna be the top. So let's to be okay. fair, that's number one, and then we're we're ranking the other ones underneath that one. Okay. Um so what are we ranking them on? We, which one gives us the better feels? Yeah, or? yeah. Which one do you get more Christmas out of? All right, let's see. Um, out of all the ones we did, I would probably have to say the Christmas Bells is going up top. Uh, Christmas Bells, probably Folgers right after that. Um, and probably Scrooge right underneath that one. Okay. So that's that would be my three. Are we going further? <laughs> No, no, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, that's funny you mentioned that because those are mine just in a different order. So, <laughs> so, so mine right. was the, the Hershey's Kit, the Kisses Bells, Christmas Bells. Okay. Then um, I have Scrooge and then I have Peter Comes Home. The, and the Scrooge, gotcha. I meant the uh, the Cheerios one. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. I mean, the, those have to be the best. That there's Well, actually, the, the uh, Cap'n Crunch one is okay, um, but it just... If, I guess if it would have came out later in like the early nineties, if mm-hmm. that one would have came out, then I would have probably loved that one as much as the others. Uh, Peter is, is just a classic one. So yeah. that, that's, I'd never watched it as a kid. I don't remember it as a kid. It's one of those that came out later in life that, that right. I, I kind of saw that one. Um, but I mean, but then again, the Christmas Crunch one, that box of of cereal that you see in the commercial, yeah, I love that box. Yeah, I go on eBay all the time to see if I can find one sealed that's not going to cost me like two hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot for cereal. <laughs> I know, but like, man, I'm like, you know, I, I talk, I try to talk myself into it, going, you know, Lyle, you you've done good this year. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, if if I ever won the lottery, it would be the worst thing in the world because <laughs> I would have all this ridiculous memorabilia from the eighties and it would be stuff like that. And I would have like this huge, just display all <laughs> over the place. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, I know the feeling. Cause yeah. trust me, when I was, uh, when I was doing the amazing advertising podcast, I went like all out. Like yeah. I, I was up, this is around the same time my son Callum was born. So I remember, um, we, me and my wife, we had an arrangement. I would stay up until about two o'clock with this with my son. If he wakes up, then I will tend to him. She can sleep. And then after two o'clock, I will go to sleep. And then it's all her. So that was our arrangement. Uh, to me, it was always easier for me to just stay awake until two versus going to sleep and then waking up when he <laughs> when he's doing that. So I would be on eBay watching Martin on MTV2. Martin would always be on. And I'd be sitting there on eBay, like, oh, what can I think of? Oh, yeah, I, I remember Cinnamon Toast Crunch used to have two other advertising characters. Let's see if there's any stuff from them. <laughs> it's funny oh, you say that. Order. Because we did the same thing. Uh, although ours was about 1, one thirty ish And then okay. my wife would take over from there. Uh, yeah. Because I, like, once I'm asleep, that's it. I'm asleep. Like it's yeah. hard to wake me up until yes. I'm ready to wake up myself. Mm-hmm. So I, I would rather stay up. And so I took the first shift and then same thing. My wife took the second shift. <laughs> <laughs> we are so alike, Jerry. So I was like, what? No way. Um, <laughs> but that, that just seems logical. Like, it like does to course. me, 
Yeah. If, if, if you have two parents that are working together, that's the goal. You work together to raise right. a kid. Right. Um, then you work together, split everything down the middle. Well, of course, I gave her until two because she's a headache if she doesn't get her sleep. So gotcha. you got gotcha. until two. I'm fine <laughs> with only like four hours of sleep, like maybe three hours. I'll be OK. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So, when I was younger, yeah, I, I could get a little bit <laughs> much more yeah. sleep. Now it's it's getting a little harder. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it really just depends on what you're doing. That's true. Really. Yeah. Um, but now we come to my favorite part of the show, which is a little segment I like to call "To the Max." So this is where we do our best impression of our favorite part of one of these commercials. Now, as a guest, I'll let you go first. Just kind of tell us which commercial it's from, and uh, we'll go from there. Man, I think this whole episode has been me just doing these. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> I, I, yeah. the ho ho ho, I'm ha, ha, hungry. I've been doing that the whole time. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I, I guess I could just be like, uh, Santa, <laughs> hit him with the, with the little thing. Go for it, man. Go for it. Um, <laughs> ah, let me see. Uh, here, um, hey, Red, do you think Santa would like these red and green men MMs? I don't know. I never met the guy. Ah, he, he does exist. They do exist. Uh, Santa. <laughs> I even added the music for you. Nice. So I'm, I'm I, a performing monkey. So there, <laughs> well, then I guess I must be too because this is a. So this is from that Fruity Pebbles commercial. Okay. And he's like, Barney, my pebbles. And Santa, this is my favorite part here. Santa says, "Tis the season to be sharing, friend." <laughs> <laughs> I can't do his voice. <laughs> I can't. I tried. I tried, but <laughs> oh man! But it does make me wonder. You know, GI Joe taught us that knowing is half the battle. What do you think the other half is? Uh, the other half is knowing how to wake up your parents with Folgers when a sibling comes back. Into <laughs> That's the. That's good. That's uh, how you wake them up. Exactly. Yeah. Just, just, just let it waft. Let it waft. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's better than mine. Mine was just, <laughs> if knowing's half the battle, the other the other half is just hiring the perfect ad agency. Yes. That that that's good. Don't hire whoever did the continuation of Folgers. No. Or the second one. <laughs> no. Don't, don't. don't hire them. I mean, Will Vinton is good. Or actually, no, they just do the claymation. Uh, uh, Leo Burnett, he, he does good. Um, uh, DBA. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, DBA. And that's not them. Um, DBC, I think, is, is the ones who, who came up with. Oh, I don't remember. It's been a while. Amazing uh-huh. advertising was a good show at the time. But, but now I, I've thought about bringing it back. But uh-huh. at the time when I started it, the podcast was the thing. Uh, but now it's like they're doing those same type of podcast shows, but yeah. they're doing it on YouTube. Oh, and I see. Of course, it's going to be better if it's visual. You can you actually can see the visuals. Yeah. See the commercials and all of that stuff instead of just playing the audio. Um, so I've been thinking of bringing it back um, as as a YouTube show. Cool. But, but then again, I'm like, well, I don't know if I want to invest time in that. Right. Uh, and I, I get more enjoyment talking to somebody like you, Jerry, and we're just sitting here reminiscing about these things. Yeah. Like I, I would love to redo amazing advertising, but instead of it's just me sitting in front of the microphone reading off a script, like I can read the information and then talk to somebody about their memories and all of that stuff. Um, 
So that might be in the pipeline. Sounds fun to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm always down. <laughs> totally. Let's go. We'll cool. figure it out. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Lyle, it's been so much fun talking with you. Um, so you've already kind of mentioned your shows, but tell me a little bit about your shows. Perfect. Well, first, uh, Amazing Advertising, of course, was my first podcast. Uh, I talk about advertising characters, uh, give you their history, play some commercials, share some of my memories about them. Uh, I've done a lot of cool ones. Uh, I did Mac Tonight. That was one a, a good one. I did The Noid. Um, who else did I do? Um, uh, the Tricks Rabbit. I did that one. Uh, the Mr. Monopoly guy, uh, Rich Uncle Pennybags. I did him. Um, so there's <laughs> there's tons. Uh, I think the last one I did was was Little Sweet from uh, Diet Dr Pepper because there was just something yeah. about Little Sweet that just like. I don't know. Every time Little Sweet would come on, I would just go, Little Sweet. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, it's Little Sweet. Um, so that that was pretty cool. Uh, that amazing advertising. That's still floating around somewhere. You guys can check those out. Um, I do the Halloween podcast. I haven't done that in probably about a year, only because uh, I have a new career. I'm a real estate agent here in Tennessee. So um, doing that takes up a lot of time. Uh, plus, I have nowhere to record other than my office here, but I could only record at night and I have a family. Uh, so the phone would be ringing if I do it at any other time. So I can't do it here. Uh, but I am building a studio at my new house that hey. should be done probably sometime this year. Once that's done, um, I'm doing it right. So it, it's going to be soundproofed and there's going to be um, all of my advertising characters are going to be everywhere. It's going to be great as soon as it's done. Uh, right on and then uh it's a 90s christmas podcast that's the one i do with lassa lassa if you're listening what's going on man uh i know i talked to you a couple days ago but uh we'll get some shows going again hopefully when the studio's ready i can i can find the time to do it with with lassa and yeah we talk about uh kind of like your show jerry we do everything in the 90s so it's a uh, basically the same idea, but the nineties yep. instead of the eighties. <laughs> we're, we're we're two nice. in the pod. Nice, <laughs> I dig it. Yeah, right on, man. Well, uh, thanks again for coming on. No problem, Jerry. It's always a pleasure to talk to you because, like I said, I I love doing the shows with Lassa, but he's he's from Germany, so it's kind of it's kind of tough. Yeah. That a lot of my memories aren't his memories because he was in Germany and I'm here right. in America. So, so he didn't know anything about TGIF. And, and when I was like, you don't know what TGIF is? He's like, never heard of it. And I was like, dude, but of course, like it just, it, it's just hard right. to be out on this stuff with somebody who just didn't have that same childhood. Right. Yeah. I, I completely get it. Um, mm -hmm. Speaking with some of the folks across the pond as well. And it's like, what do you mean you don't like Rankin Bass? <laughs> that's like, a, what do you mean you don't like Charlie Brown as much? That's a, that's a staple here, you know. Yes. And then, and then, it's, but it goes the other way too. They're, you know, they'll ask me, what do you mean you you don't watch The Snowman every year? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, well, just wasn't really huge over here. You know? Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, it's it's so it's always fun to to have that person that you can totally geek out with. Like if me and Lassa would have done the show, he wouldn't know any of these. <laughs> right. Right. He wouldn't know. And I mean, that's, it's just because that's, you know, he's German and I make right. fun of him for it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but he knows I love him. I love you. Yeah. Lassa. You're, you're yeah. fun, dude. Yeah. He's a cool guy. <laughs> yeah, he is. Uh, but on that note, 
definitely go check out it's a 90s christmas podcast and the halloween podcast and that uh that ad one sounds really fun too amazing advertising amazing advertising all right um and i actually was a guest talking about uh will vinton and and uh, his halloween on the <laughs> halloween <podcast>. creation <laughs> on yeah. the halloween podcast i remember that that was something else uh <laughs> so, i think that might still actually be the last show that that was oh wow i think that's still either that one oh it might have been it might have been a, the buffy one we did i don't know it was one of those right on yeah yeah but either yeah. way go check them out because they're they're lots of fun yeah, I, I have a lot of fun doing them. And so on that note, I'm going to end it by saying, Merry Christmas, Mr. Scrooge. So check us out on our social media pages, Facebook and Instagram at Totally Rad Christmas and Twitter at Rad Christmas. And if you're feeling like Peter's mom, welcoming him home Christmas morning, leave us a review on iTunes. Not only does it help us reach more people, but you also get a free sticker. Now, don't forget to check out our merch shop on tpublic.com and our brand new website, courtesy of Tis the Podcast Elf, Tom Crow. Later, dudes. Do you love fun? Do you love movies? Do you love TV shows? Do you love informative entertainment? But most of all, do do you you love love Christmas? Christmas? Then look no further, because we've got you covered. It's a 90s Christmas podcast is all about the most joyful and triumphant holiday in all its media. But only as far as the 90s are concerned. That's right. Our show not only is about the cheeriest time of the year, but also the cheesiest decade in world history. If that isn't an ideal combination, I don't know what is. Every week we will cover a movie, two sitcom episodes, and a Christmas special, as long as it came out between 1990 and 2002. You can find us on iTunes, Podomatic.com, Stitcher.com, and Spotify. I am Lyle Perez from America. I am Lasse Vogt from Germany. And it's a 90s Christmas podcast offering perspectives from two different parts of the world is waiting for you. Have fun. And no matter where you are or when you listen to this, a a very very Merry Christmas. Christmas.